Instead of treating the holiday season like a checklist of all the things we have to get done, because let's be honest, there is a checklist of all the things we have to get done. (laughs) But that doesn't have to be the entirety of the experience. And it really should not be. If we try as we might, and then just let go of the reins, we can maybe get a little bit of that magic back for ourselves. This is the Help Me See podcast, and I'm your host, Bianca Mora. I'm an artist, an educator, and an anxiety-ridden mama who's obsessed with making meaning in art out of this one and only life. This podcast is about helping you see your life before it's gone. Like, really see it. I want to ask questions like, when does your now become your nostalgia? How can we be more intentional with the memories we're saving and not just capturing the highlight reel? You can expect an episode every Wednesday, some with just my introvert self rambling about what keeps me up at night, and some amazing guest speakers diving into how they choose to see. Something that seriously pains me is hearing, I wish I would have known how important that was at the time. I hate hearing that from others, and I'm scared to feel that for myself. I do feel like doing this podcast will be a comfort. I believe that if we continue having conversations about intention and awareness, that we can all live more fulfilled lives and create amazing work. I hope you leave each episode feeling inspired by your day-to-day with a deep piece of knowing that you're not missing it. So grab your coffee, settle in, and let's talk about everything that's right in front of us. Have you ever listened to one of my episodes and thought to yourself, yes, I know, I feel it. I know I need to take more photographs or videos or documentation, but I don't even know where to start. Sometimes we have major blind spots and even our obvious practices. I made a quiz to help you figure out what your blind spots might be. It's called, what do your photos actually say about you? Find out what type of memory keeper you really are and what super important goodness you might be missing. Answer a few questions and I bet I'll be able to guess. You might even get a surprise freebie in your inbox afterwards to help you on your journey to take more meaningful, effortless photos of your life. Let me know what archetype that you got and share it with a friend. Have fun. Hello and welcome to another episode of Help Me See. In this episode, I want to talk about the holidays. They are upon us. (laughs) And there's something corrupt that happens where you're wanting so badly to make it magical for everyone around you that I find I feel a little bit empty sometimes and wondering, is it wrong (laughs) for me to want someone else to make it magical for me? And of course, logically, I know it's not wrong. And if I was talking to my best friend, I would say, of course, you deserve magic too. But we're not as nice and supportive to ourselves as we are to our friends and our loved ones. And I know that's something that needs to change. In this episode, I want to talk about a couple ways that we might invite some magic back into the season for ourselves by letting go and kind of rethinking what our expectation 
versus reality is when it comes to celebration and memories. I created something called the Holiday Memory Checklist. Um, and it's a freebie that I have. Uh, I'll attach the link in the show notes. And it's just nine prompts, just nine things to photograph that might seem obvious, but also I find get missed when we think about the pictures we take and the things we pay attention to during the chaotic holiday season. And I want to talk about one of them that is near and dear to my heart, probably my favorite one, because it's something I think about often now. So the one checklist bullet point I have is the night before Christmas or whatever it is that you're celebrating, audio record, not even video, not pictures, but audio record the conversation you have as you're putting your kid to bed. If you have a kid and what are those questions? What are your answers? I think that we forget the most purest parts of our day sometimes. And that's one of them. That is the part of my day where I feel the most still. It's actually funny because as I'm putting my kid to bed, sometimes I feel almost agitated? Do I want to say agitated? I don't know. This feeling of like, oh, okay, just go to sleep so that I can continue on with what I want to be doing right now. I have so much to do, blah, blah, blah. And then I'll be putting him to bed and wanting to rush it more times than I want to admit. And then he'll say, sunshine. (laughs) And that means he wants me to sing, you are my sunshine. Or I go to get up And he goes, no, mommy, lay down, lay down. And he pulls my arm. So, of course, I lay down and I'll feel like this frantic energy of like, oh, oh my God, but I have so much to do. I have to save that. And then he'll lay down begrudgingly. And in my mind, it's like a furious storm of everything that I should be doing and how to restructure my night. And then he puts his little hand on my face or he'll like put his arm around my neck and hug me. Or he'll turn away and then back up into me. So he's like a little spoon. And (laughs) I just, it's all I need to like knock myself back into the reality of like this. This is it. You know, screw the to-do list. Everything that needs to get done will in whatever manner that's possible. So I know that the night before a big holiday, there's a million last minute things to do, maybe wrapping, maybe, oh, who knows. But don't rush through that, putting the kids to bed. That's important. And if you don't have kids, that's a really good time to take a moment and reflect with yourself. Is there something that you feel that's missing Is there something that would make you feel more special and more loved that you can give to yourself? Maybe before you go to bed, you sit down and you light a candle and you just sit there for a couple minutes, you know, pet your dog or cat and just be still. That's what I find my son forces upon me the most stillness. I am forced to stay where he is 
And that brings me back to presence, which is the most important thing. It's funny. um, The other night we were decorating our tree and (laughs) it was a classic example of my expectation and how I wanted things to go versus the reality of the situation (laughs) and how I needed to pivot in real time and enjoy how the moment was actually unfolding rather than how I wanted it to unfold. Um, My son Cassius, he had decorated his grandparents and his great-grandparents tree over the last couple of weeks and he loved it and his attention span was crazy. Like he did the best job and he was so into it. And then of course, as we decorate our own tree, he was was bouncing off the walls and he was not nearly as focused. And then in my mind, I had this moment planned where once we were done decorating the tree, we were going to turn off all the lights and then light it up so I can see his reaction and a big, whoa. And (laughs) Just see the joy come across his face in this big climactic way. And we were, we were figuring out something else or we were, I don't know, we were doing something two feet from him. And of course he ended up by the outlet, which always has a cover on it always, but I had taken it off in preparation of lighting this tree that wasn't decorated at all. At this point, we had just built the tree. And he plugged it in. Now, the first issue is that he plugged something in, which we've gone over a million times. And that was horrifying to me. But then the second issue was like, no, he spoiled it. Like, thank goodness he's okay. (laughs) But oh my gosh, like, no, you're not. You're supposed to wait until it's done. And I'm telling him this. I'm like reasoning with a three-year-old and I'm saying, Precious, no, we're supposed to wait until all the ornaments are on the tree and we haven't decorated yet and blah, blah, blah. And he's sitting there talking over me going, wow, wow, Christmas time, Christmas time. And then I realized how absurd is it that I wanted to <laughs> inflict upon him when he could be joyful about Christmas time. And it was only when it was done and perfect that he could enjoy it. No, the tree had not had any ornaments on it, but it was just lit up all on its own, even without all the other lights off in the room. And he was so elated and his eyes were sparkling and he was so happy. And I just had to stop and (laughs) laugh at myself. It's not wrong to have a picture in your mind of what you want a moment to be or how you want it to go, but being too attached to it, holding on to that too tightly is what gets us in trouble. It stops us from seeing what good in life is actually unfolding. And more times than not, what the real stuff that happens, the organic, the natural is 10 times better than whatever we could have planned, whatever we could have tried to orchestrate on our own. And I think that that letting go, that loosening of the grip, the tight grip that we have on what we think is supposed to happen and the magic that we're trying 
so hard to make for our kids and our family and our loved ones. I think if we try as we might and then just let go of the reins, we can maybe get a little bit of that magic back for ourselves. Instead of treating the holiday season like a checklist of all the things we have to get done, because let's be honest, there is a checklist of all the things we have to get done. (laughs) But that doesn't have to be the entirety of the experience. And it really should not be. Maybe instead of answering all of the questions that your kid is asking, maybe you stop and marvel at where that question came from in their little brain, like in their sweet, innocent, pure brain. How wonderful is it that they came up with that question? If you know what you truly need to feel good and what would make you so happy, maybe you flat out ask for it. And I know that's hard. I mean, I'm queen of the phrase, If I have to ask, then it (laughs) ruins it. But let's be honest. I have to be honest with myself and give myself a dose of reality. You know, I get why I feel like that. I know why I would like, you know, my significant other to just know exactly what I need. But sometimes we're not in sync. And sometimes our significant others are wrapped up in their own in their own worlds of what's going on with them. And if there's something that you know that would fulfill you, maybe you ask for it. Maybe you say, you know what? I would love a letter this year. I just would love a heartfelt letter from you reflecting on the year we've had. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. In fact, I think it's healthy. In fact, I think I will give that assignment to Ben. No. (laughs) Actually, this year, I... (laughs) we said that we weren't going to do presents because it's just been a pretty tough, um, tough financial year. But I really don't like the idea of not like doing nothing. Like the nothingness bothers me. It is a, it is a holiday and I firmly believe celebrating in some way, shape or form, even if we're saying no presents for each other is, is something that's really important. And So I humbly requested him to find me the perfect coffee spoon. I used to have a small, really cool coffee spoon, like the little tiny spoons to stir my coffee in the morning. And I don't know where it went. I don't know what happened. And then my sister got me the most magical coffee spoon, although it was, it was a normal size spoon. So that part wasn't ideal, but It said mommy's coffee spoon engraved in it, which was so cute. But Ben put it down the garbage disposal. So (laughs) he is tasked with finding me my new coffee spoon. And I told him pressures on because I wanted to feel comfortable. I wanted to be really cool and unique. I recommended Etsy, but who knows? He's probably looking on Amazon like an amateur. No, kidding. (laughs) But anyway... I digress. Now I'm really distracted thinking I really, really wonder what coffee spoon he's going to get me. I wonder if it's even going to be here on time. Bless his soul. Okay. I'm the worst. What I'm really trying to say here, (laughs) the moral of this convoluted story is that we do a lot, especially 
around the holidays. It's like we always do a lot. And then it's like a lot on steroids. And we put so much effort into making this time magical for other people. And we deserve a slice of that ourselves. And whether it's kind of forcing ourselves to let go a little bit or being more vocal about what we need or slowing down to notice, just notice the magic that's already around us. That's natural that we didn't have to work to create. All of these things can be used to help lighten the load and help you enjoy your holiday with everyone else. Okay. And yes, if you are curious about my my checklist of nine simple things to acknowledge and notice and photograph for your memories this holiday, uh, head over to the show notes and I'll I'll link it there, my holiday memory checklist. Okay. Well, I I believe we have one more episode before Christmas. So I will talk with you next week and I look forward to it. Enjoy the rest of your week. If you enjoyed this episode and want to get in on actual conversations with me, join the Help Me See podcast private Facebook group. Every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern time, I'll be hopping on live for Q&A on the latest episode and for free consulting if you need a bit of help thinking about ways to save your memories. Did you get something out of this episode? I really, really, really hope you did. And I would love to hear from you. I'm on a mission to empower you to feel peace knowing that you're not missing your life. One of the best ways that you can support me is leaving a review. And honestly, I'd rather hear about the memory you saved because of this podcast rather than any kind of accolade. Tell me how this podcast has impacted you. And one, I'll probably cry. (laughs) (laughs) And two, I'd love to give you a shout out on the show. Take a minute and head out to the link in the bio to write a review now on the podcast.